Welcome, Welcome to, to Ill-Equipped History. History, where two completely unqualified yet passionate hosts retell a story from history. I'm Emily, and this is my wonderful co-host, Morgan. Hello. So, since this is our first podcast episode, we should probably introduce ourselves. Should we? I think we should. Um, you go first. <laughs> okay. I'm Morgan. <laughs> um, I live in a place um, <laughs> at a time <laughs> that is the present and also history. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everything is history. Yes. Um, um, but I guess like as far as like any history qualifications I have, I took history in school. Um, I took a few history courses in college. I did take a pre prehistory class um, that really was taught by an archaeologist. Um, nice. Oh, also, fun fact, his specialty was salt. So that's salt? a fun fact. Yeah, he studied salt. And like he was telling us like that's, you know, you can tell about like different foods that people ate like at that time and like what are certain minerals that were around at that time so and I was like that's neat but it's also salt wild (laughs) yes um and I have a sister who's an archaeologist so I am qualified by proxy I guess (laughs) yeah you're the most qualified of the two of us only by that (laughs) (laughs) all right so yeah so I'm Emily um, I too am unqualified to be doing this, but we're going to have a good time doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all can tell I'm Southern. She's Southern. <laughs> We've been friends for 20 years. This is just how we sound. Um, I still live. In so the get South. ready. Yeah. Yeah. I still live in the South. So this is every accent's a Southern one now. So mm-hmm. sorry about that. Um, Yeah. So are we, we ready to get to it? Let's do it. Um, would you like to describe our disclosure? Oh, yes. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> we uh, have taken some creative liberty with the scenes and the characters. So there will be some truth sprinkled into the scenes that we talk about. But like I said, everyone's going to have a Southern accent. We only know one. So, and it's Appalachian. Sorry. Uh, And if you say Appalachia, I'm going to throw an Appalachia. That's how you remember it. It's Appalachia. All right. So, um, with our. What are we talking about today? Well, since it's our first episode, we decided that we were going to go with first. So, I'm delving into. Um, the oldest written history to date, and mine's a little bit of a controversial topic, and you'll kind of find that out in a bit. Ooh, I um, love controversy and drama. Give oh it to God. me. I don't want to be in it, but I want to know it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to set the stage, and, and we're going to do this, darn it. Okay. Let's do it. First episode. First episode. Ready? Yes. Okay. The year is 1988. 
Dr. Gunter Dreyer, uh, the consultant for the German Archaeological Institute, and his team of archaeologists. That's okay. Are, Keep going. <laughs> are excavating in an ancient cemetery in Abidos called Um El Kaab, in the tomb referred to as UJ. Again, these are these are way above my accent. Um, <laughs> This cemetery has been used during the pre-dynastic period from the beginning of Nakata 1 through Nakata 3. Uh, Dr. Dreyer had been excavating in Elephantine, Wadi Garawi, and in Abidos for the last decade, so the unforgiving landscape of the desert was no stranger to him. But what he and his team would find that day might have rewritten history as we know it. Keep digging, boys. We're gonna find something good today. I can feel it in my bones. S sir, we found something. Come quick. It seems to be a group of clay wine vessels. God, you're right, Jenkins. Good work. Let's see if anything else is in there. With any luck, we might find a mummy. The team keeps digging as Dr. Dreyer watches. Dr. Dreyer leans into a small pit of the partially exposed chamber and picks up a small square object with a hieroglyph on its face and a hole in the top corner. It had been found next to pottery and other various objects. What is this? It looks like a tag of some sort. You can see the hole where it had been tied to something. Maybe even one of those jars. It's even got a hieroglyph on it. But how can that be there? The tomb dates back to the pre-dynastic period, well before the time of known completed hieroglyphs. Hey boss, look, there are more. <laughs> And more there was. <laughs> did you did you like that? I, see, Emily said we only have one accent. I tried to do another one, and it didn't. It didn't go. <laughs> you sounded like you were from New York. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Okay, good. It just took me so off guard. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. I loved it. It was it was the best. Okay. Oh, thank you. Um so, how you feeling about this so far, Morgan? I feel I feel good. The hieroglyphs yeah. are cool. Um hieroglyphs are cool. Jar jars are cool. Jars um, are cool. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, like to state there was no mummy, unfortunately. Uh, no mummy. No bones. No bones. No bones. I love bones. <laughs> I, I love bones too, and alas, there were none. And I will tell you why. Um, it was robbed in antiquity, which is very, very common yes. for older, well, for tombs in general, but especially from this uh, time point because of how old they are. I mean, most people know the the pyramids and they think that Egypt is like one um kind of one time and place like it's it's just like a boom it's there but 
this was taken just some fun facts this tomb was created roughly a thousand years before the pyramids were built well damn the time i know <laughs> and the time of cleopatra was closer to the iphone than the pyramids being built yeah that's just it's wild it's so wild wild so we're talking this tomb is from about 3300 bce and it is about nine by seven and a half meters and contained 12 rooms and they found a ton of stuff in here. Now, I did say it was um, robbed in antiquity, yes. but a yes. lot of the things had been left behind that I guess they just weren't, I guess, easily stolen or weren't really worth anything. So what but was they're in worth there, a lot to us. Thank goodness they weren't worth anything <laughs> then. Um, <laughs> so what they found was a collection of seal impressions, carved ivory knife handle fragments uh, showing animals, stone vessels, um, cedar box for clothing storage, a s- ivory heka scepter, which is the, like, crook hook thing that you see most pharaohs with. Okay. Um, and there was approximately 2,000 vessels, 400 oh, of shit. which were imported from Syria and Palestine. Um, and what was in them was the remnants of wine and preserved grapes and grape pips. So... How drunk do just... you think you're going to get on those if you drink them now? I don't know, but I want to try. Someone tell me not to drink the ancient grapes. <laughs> That's probably the best aged wine you've ever had. I was in about your life. to say, Ayo, want this 5,000 year old wine aged to perfection? Absolutely. Yes. Would it would just be like straight up like sugar alcohol at that point? Yeah. Like, like one, one sip and you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> And that wasn't even the most interesting thing found oh. in this tomb. Oh, man. Um, the most interesting thing was those little clay tags that they found. There were over 150 different sized ivory and bone tags. Oh, they weren't clay. I'm sorry. I lied. Ivory and bone tags. Um, liar. I'm a liar. I'm sorry. We're <laughs> ill-equipped. Um, each of these. <laughs> um, so each of these depicted different towns, numbers, shrines, animals, all sorts of things. Um, and the reason that they were so important was the the fact that they were so complete and they weren't just like the ancient equivalent of chicken scratch you know when writing is in early development it's kind of just like there are some stick people here and no these were like actual completed hieroglyphs they had meaning and all that and it was found in a tomb of a king they hadn't been called pharaohs just yet in a king um known as the scorpion king one there were two in that time, okay. Scorpion King one. 
So um, not Dwayne Johnson. Not <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, unfortunately. Um, I, I will take anything he gives. Um, anyway. <laughs> just kidding i'm a happily married woman um (laughs) but uh so they were completed and buried in a time that they didn't think that hieroglyphs had started we're talking about the time that the sumerians in um mesopotamia were writing so I don't want to like, you know, bury the lead here, but I'm going to talk about the Scorpion King for a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> he uh, is thought to be the first king to um, bring together the, um, is it North and the Upper and Lower Egypt? Upper, I kept wanting to say North and South, Upper and Lower Egypt, um, because there are. I guess basically this would be like the chicken scratch, but like on trade routes, you can see um, a scorpion etched into a lot of the trade routes on the way, you know, and back a little scorpion and he's on a little box that has like an X in it. And you can see those in that little thing that I sent you. So like a Um, way marker. Kind of. And it seems like the scorpion is always doing something like defeating its enemies or something like that. And that box is representative of um, royalty or like a royal family. So it's like the box with the little X in it. Um, what is it that makes them think that this tomb belonged to scorpion one? was a few things the size for one it had 12 chambers and the chambers are fascinating because there was the burial chamber which was the top right one and then all these other rooms are connected by these tiny little slots which they Mm -hmm. thought the soul of the king could go through those slots almost like doorways to get to their wine and everything else that was built with or was buried with them Okay, um, I see the slots. So yeah. he lost a lot of weight when he died. He he went on the diet we all wish we could. <laughs> Get real skinny real fast. <laughs> or at least I wish I could. We um, look like a nematode. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you I'd fit in those pants from high school. contents uh there were full of offerings plus the evidence of a wood shrine over the tomb so people could come and pay their respects as well as that ivory scepter now the offerings actually tie into those tags because some of the tags had town names quote unquote you know the, the symbol of the town so someone from that town would bring that over and say, you know, here's an offering to the Scorpion King from this town. This is how you know it's from us and leave the offering. 
some of the tags had like numbers so you could see how much of what was in it was in it. So it'd be like five tallies or six tallies. Yeah. So that's how they kind of knew that it was. Okay. And oh, and they did see some of the scorpions on some of the um, clay pottery and stuff like that. Okay. So it was directly. And these are the. Mm-hmm. These are the tags that are in that document that have like, yeah, looks like a jackal and maybe some herons, yeah. a lot of birds. Yeah. Um, They're really cool. If you go down a little bit, you'll see uh, the numbers and then like there's a little swirly, a swirly gig. That means a hundred. Um, oh, okay. You'll see people with bows and arrows. I mean, these are full... Yeah, developed I see the bows and arrows. Hieroglyphs. I mean, you can tell these are elephants um, and cranes. I like, I really like how they drew the penises. Yes. On the men. You like. absolutely have to be accurate when depicting people. <laughs> I mean, because for this all... Ain't, this is not a lady. This is not a lady. Or she would have boobs. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, but I mean, honestly, like these figures, like you can tell it's a bow and arrow. Like I know nothing, yeah. you know, like sometimes when you watch like something and you're like, you can see the shape here is like, a no, person. you can't. Like, it's like looking at an ultrasound. Like... I don't know what I'm seeing there, but I'm going to trust yeah. you on it. <laughs> but I mean, you can tell like this is a man with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Like that's what it looks like. I don't know what that thing on the bottom right is. It looks like a. Uh, an elephant nightmare. It might be. Um, Ancient times were weird, man. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Anyway. It's an ancient cryptid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, audience. We're really into the paranormal, too, so you're going to get some weird things thrown in here. Um, Yes. (laughs) um, But if you keep scrolling down... You'll see, it's kind of towards the end of them, the towns and what their symbols are. They're really cool. Um, It looks like maybe page 29. Where are the page numbers? Okay. So we've got City of the Okay, I see. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so cool. City of the Combatants slash Wrestlers. I do not want to go to that city. I am no. not a fighter. I mean, I could. I could. I, I bet I could I could take them. No. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I, I'm a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. I bet I could. Uh, like, I could you, go, you don't even know what this is. <laughs> I could go to, like, City of the Ockbush. That just sounds like I could do some gardening there. I'd be all right there. You there. Go. There's bushes. Yeah. 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 And I see the the city of the shrine that looks like a scorpion. It does on it. Yeah, so he is uh, thought to be the first one to unite everyone. Oh, okay. Which is fascinating. Um, I will say so. Here's where it gets a little controversial. I'm going back to the Mesopotamians. So. It was com. It is commonly accepted, and we learned this in school, Morgan, that the first peoples to write were the Sumerians in Mesopotamia, in the Persian Gulf. 
Um, and they mm-hmm. were responsible for the, tell me if I'm saying this right, cuneiform? I think so. Cuneiform? Yeah. Which was developed around 3400 BCE. So this was mm-hmm. about 100 years before the burial of Scorpion One. But as we all know, um, language and things take a lot of time to develop, especially in ancient times. And Mm -hmm. with the labels marked with hieroglyphs being from 3400 to, to they give a range of like 34 to 3200 BCE. It's very possible that this is just as old that, well, that the Egyptians came up with it either right at the same time, independently, or a little before. Oh, okay. So, I mean. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so instead of the Mesopotamians, the Sumerians coming up with it first, it could have been the Egyptians. Well, look at that. I know. They're they're well-to-do trailblazers, ain't they? And do you wanna do you wanna have some fun facts? I would love some fun facts. So the pyramids were built. Uh, between 2550 and 2490 BCE. They didn't start mummifying bodies until about 2600 BCE. So they were only mummifying bodies for 50 years before they started building the pyramids. Oh, wow. Is that not wild? Before they would just, That is wild. Before what they would do is just bury the people and let the uh, like the sand would just naturally mummify them. But oh, the yeah. Egyptians started artificially mummifying them in 2600 BCE, which I didn't know that in my brain. The Egyptians were... They've always been there. ...were just mummifying people from day one, and they weren't. I guess what, yeah, what they've crazy. kind of figured out is that they would see that the that they were able to mummify through the sands and, and stuff that's naturally, and it inspired them because they were like, oh, crap, Uncle Jimmy, he's still around because his body hasn't, like... <laughs> deteriorated yet we should probably do something a little nicer instead of just throwing him into the desert into the desert maybe we should do something about this poor uncle jimmy wasting away in the desert wasting away in the desert and then they were like okay let's uh let's at least wrap him up (laughs) we got all this extra bed linen you know yeah yeah. No one wants to sleep in it anyway. <laughs> it's all ripped up. <laughs> um, so one last little thing about the tomb is another little theory is since the grave was robbed in antiquity, some believe that the actual name of the king was um, on other jars that had been stolen. Ah, Okay. So my guess is that they called him the Scorpion King, but that wasn't his real name. He was just symbolized as a scorpion. Okay, neat. 
Also, for our yeah. listeners, if you hear a random man's voice, that is my boyfriend Kyle. Ignore Kyle. <laughs> he he does that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, okay. So Anywho. Scorpion King, yes. Scorpion King. Um, and that is about all I have on the possible oldest written language thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Yay! Yay! That was super interesting. And that, I love it when, like, you learn things and it's like, it's kind of rewriting what you know a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if it is older than the cuneiform, like, that's really, really interesting. Right? Like, I wonder why, like, that's not as well known. Maybe cuneiform just sounds better, so it got more popular. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I I haven't really dug much into that, but, I mean, hieroglyphs are kind of hard to wrap your mind around because they're written as pictures. And the only thing that really wasn't written as pictures were the little tally marks on some of the tiles. And, um, I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory, but even like, how do you know that the little swirly, swirly dude means a hundred? Like maybe it was just easier to kind of wrap your brain around what the Sumerians were doing. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Cause yeah, hieroglyphs are, are hard. Cause it, I mean, they're pictures. So, yeah. yeah, there are so, people who spend their whole lives just learning, and then you're going into like really, really new hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that was going to even be used. Well, and my next question was: Is this set of hieroglyphs that was found like Mesopotamia? And so, no, never mind, Egypt. Yeah. So it sounds like this is where, like, the Egyptian hieroglyphs that we all know about, like, this evolved from that. Because, like, you yes. could see, like, the early signs, especially with, like, all the storks and the herons yeah. and the the way that people are drawn. It's very, like, in profile. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting, like, to see yeah. the evolution of ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs. Yeah. And, like, any other thing that they... that people do just people in general like the mummies the way that they mummified and we were watching a show about this a few weeks ago the way that pe- that the people were mummified was totally different than the way that the last mummies were mummified the first and the last ones are totally different the first hieroglyphs and the last hieroglyphs are totally different but there are notes of the the way it's done before in the next generation of it. Okay. It's fascinating. It's super fascinating. Well, thank you. That was so interesting. You're welcome. I felt like I was geeking out the whole time. <laughs> that I was like, oh my God. I was like calling my mom. Mom, do you know how old these things are? <laughs> mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. It reminds me, we'll talk about my episode um, next week, but... Um, when I was researching my episode, I was like laying in bed with Kyle and he was literally falling asleep. I was like, did you know this and this and this and this? And oh my gosh, like there was this, like I literally couldn't stop talking. And then now I'm currently researching my next couple episodes. And then like last night 
my mom was making Easter dinner and I was like, mom, did you know about this and this and this? And then like, she was like, okay, hang on. Like, give me a second. I got to do this thing. Okay. Now keep telling me like, and I was like, okay, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was doing that to my poor mom was just trying to drop my kids off with me at our meeting point. And I was on the phone with her and I was like, did you know that in 19 da 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 this happened and then she went through this and then this happened and da 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 and it was like, oh my God. And then there was a thing and then that. Ah. She was like, okay, your kids are talking to me. I'm going to hang up. Yeah. Like, okay. That's so Bye. funny. That's so funny. Well, yeah, this is so interesting. Um, thank you for sharing about yeah. the first, probably, yeah. maybe, written language. Yeah, the first maybe very well could be language neat thanks for chatting with me and geeking out with me about it yes we are each other's geeks <laughs> <laughs> like every week uh we have a, a standing date of watching expedition unknown and every week if something is super old i get Nauseous it literally like it. fucks me up like <laughs> i start experiencing like out of body sensations i start feeling like i just like i've yeah. never done acid in my life but i feel like that's what it feels like exactly like when i think about how old things are yeah <laughs> it you just hear me, me up. and then you hear me gagging in the background because for some reason uh Old things make me nauseous in, like, a anxious way. I don't know why. I will. Because <laughs> we always video chat, and then it'll be like, this is, like, 5,000 years old, and I'll just hear her go, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with my brain. <laughs> it's okay. No, like, oh, gosh, what was it? There's, I can't remember what the episode was, but it was a few weeks ago that we were watching it, and it was just talking about, oh, I think it was maybe the Knights Templar episode. Oh, my God. And that, it fucked me up, like, straight up. <laughs> it was one of those, and I was yeah. like, it's so old. <laughs> and then when we're talking in terms of, like, com comparing and contrasting, that is a small baby child compared to what we just talked about. How yeah. old? Yeah. The this tomb is that people. Were no, just I was like fucked up walking around when chilling. You're... Yeah. No, like when you were saying how old it was, I was like, I'm fucked up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up. <laughs> I started like thousand yards staring, like out of body, like oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to like walk away three times just to like <laughs> chill when I was researching it. <laughs> oh it man. But you know what? Like we got that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Because my mine mine isn't I mean it's so old but it's it's complicated and we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's I am very excited. Yeah I am too. Um all right. So um I don't know how to end this, these kinds of things. I say that if you have a topic that you want us to go over to discuss, um, then you can email us at ill-equipped uh, history. That's the name. <laughs> ill-equipped history <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, there are no, like, lines or dashes or anything just no spaces history. no caps yeah yeah um we 
also have an Instagram page, ill ill. Oh my gosh, I can't talk either. <laughs> Ill-equipped history. Um, also, before we end, we wanted to shout out the person who made our intro and outro song. Tango Studios is the production company that made our intro and outro song. He is wonderful, and we literally cannot shout him out enough. Because he took our completely unhinged idea about um, what our intro and outro should be and just absolutely nailed it. So we, thank you for we, making <laughs> We sent him, we spent at like two hours listening to YouTube videos and we were inspired by 80s Japanese city pop and we we're like, we want this. And then yeah. he did it. <laughs> yeah. And it's something that was unique and fun and... He's really great. So I think and what she's I, not telling you is that we were going to start out with like <laughs> flutes and drums from like the Civil War. And then we realized those are way too high pitched. Um, yeah. So we we went. <laughs> the poor guy was like, OK, I can get behind flutes. And then we ended up with 80s Japanese pop synthesizer sounding. Yes. Stuff. So, yes. Yes. But yeah, he did an amazing job. Can't shout him out enough. Um, I'm sure you could Google like he does music production, send business his way. Um, yeah. If you need any kind of theme song made yeah. <laughs> or anything. Um, we have no promos and... for you. <laughs> no, we are not sponsored. No, we are not. We just <laughs> want to shout him out because he's he is so great. He's wonderful. Okay, so email us if you want us to talk about a topic, and we will see you next week. Okay, bye. I don't know how to end these things. I don't either. (laughs)